1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: I just want to send out my best wishes to all the TikTokers out there. Uh Uh-oh. They don't have the music to put along with their TikToks no more. What? What are you talking about? Apparently, uh, I think it might be Universal. One of these music companies is in dispute with TikTok. Yanked all the music off. Oh, my gosh. Which I imagine for some artists out there, ain't very ain't a good thing, right? Just to have your music taken off. Uh, cool. Universal. It was Universal. That's what I said, wasn't
3: it? I wasn't paying attention if you did, uh, okay. to be honest. That's what I said.
2: Taylor Swift
3: is behind this. I'm not kidding. No, she's not. Universal threatens to pull Taylor Swift songs off TikTok and
2: dispute over payments. That's not necessarily ta- it's Taylor Swift. That's Universal wanting their money. See how you just tried to drag Taylor into this? She ain't got hey, her doing name again. was in the, head- the headline. <laughs> she's like one of the biggest artists in the world. Of course, her name is going to be a part of it. Well, I also
3: know, and I, I don't, I also know that, man, we're talking a lot about Taylor Swift these days. I also know that she this is. last time, promise. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> can't even promise. We, that. we have a countdown later. Oh, that's right. Not about her specifically, <laughs> but I know that she's very pro musician. In making money, obviously, because As she's she a musician, be. and I don't have any problem with that. But, but like, but, like, your song "Shake It Off" for twenty seconds over a, a, a eight-year-old's TikTok video is not hurting anyone. It's not hurting anyone.
2: anyone. Nah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think they, her, and Drake and The Weeknd, all those cats, they make enough that it doesn't really matter. Nonetheless, we got a Gwen versus the fan coming your way. Oh, uh, yes, we do, and a good chance a to win. Open. Well, you don't need to open. The question is, did you did you did you add some questions? That some is a real question. What somewhat that means like two or three is what that normally means. You know, I'm not going to complain,
3: so I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna
2: take it. All right. Well, let's get to the questions we do have in the daily Gambit. No, <laughs> Gwynn versus the. Fans. I
3: can't find your open, so we're going with Chris's open. Man.
0: If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself... Howdy-do! Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you in for. Chris versus The Fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
3: All right, the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Tony gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Tony gets it wrong... Then you move on to the next question or you win. If you're a first time player, Player! let us know before the first question and you will get that question for free. Today. Um, where the, what are they, they going to win? They are going to win a qualification for the grand prize. Two tickets to Tom Kiefer and LA guns on April 11th and a two night stay at Westgate, Las Vegas resort and casino. Get ready for an electrifying night of rock and roll as two iconic bands, Tom Kiefer and LA guns come together to perform live on April 11th of this year at Westgate international theater at Westgate, Las Vegas resort and casino. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations, home of legendary Vegas fun. All right, we are ready to go. Let's go with Todd. I believe on your phone it says Todd. Todd, are you there? I'm here. All right, Hello, Todd. Todd. Are you ready to play? How are you? This is a first time player. I got my 13 year old son with me. Okay. Too. His name's Carter. All right, first, first time players! Is... You got to get the plural on there. You moved right to question number two. You said your son's name, Carter. Is that what you said? Carter. Carter, yep. all right. It's always been a chance to be on this. Okay. Let's do Here it. it is. Let's, Let's do go. It. Babe Ruth hit the most home runs in Yankees history. Who is number two on that list? Um, let's say Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle is correct. Nice job. Nice work. You're already All on right. to question number three. You guys are excited. I, like I love it. it. I like it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Nick Bosa was selected number two overall in the 2019 NFL draft by the Santa Clara 49ers. Who was picked number one that year?
4: 2019.
2: Oh, my gosh. Let's think about this. 2019. Oh, man,
3: I'm blanking. Going to need an answer. Carter, you got an answer? Um...
5: I'm sorry. Today. With all
2: that's gone on this week with the buzzer,
3: I
5: can't. I can't. I can't.
2: Stay um, there, though. If I'm not mistaken. You don't know this. No, I, I'm pretty close. It's, I know that in back-to-back years, you had two Oklahoma quarterbacks Name Baker was first. Kyler Murray was second. Wow. go with Kyler Murray.
3: Wow. Sorry about that, wow. Todd and Carter. Please call back again. We You're want you guys right. to play again.
0: Hey! Great job. Yeah, great job is <laughs> right.
3: You. you know what? Where uh, the reason I know this is because we were broadcasting live somewhere from that on that day of the draft. And I remember roller skating around as Kyler Murray was being selected oh, number one overall. Oh, we were at Sonic. Huh? We were at Sonic. You guys forced me into the roller skates.
2: Wait, no. Didn't you? You said something I that not, got
3: you the roller skates. I think I said, I don't know that I could do it. And Chris is like, well, we're
2: going to make you do it. <laughs> I'm
3: like, I think th- there's videos still up on Facebook somewhere of me like skating looking like Bambi sun. on ice. <laughs> It was not fun. I could have uh, easily
2: broken my leg. Yeah, I'm glad you got out of that unscathed. Yeah, me too.
3: I was much younger, too. Anyway, all right, next one. Let's go to Christian in Santee. Christian, what's up? Hey, what's up, Christian? Hey, guys, how we doing? We're doing Pretty good, well, brother. Ready to play? Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Ben Simmons plays for what team right now? Ben Simmons plays... For this, oh, oh man, it's been a while. The Sixers? The Sixers. (laughs) He used to, unfortunately. Tony?
2: He currently plays for the Brooklyn Nets.
3: I would have also accepted the injured list. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> not funny, Screamy. That is funny. I'm sorry, Christian. Please call back again. I always feel bad <laughs> when people are eliminated in the I first round. Would
2: have accepted the injured list.
3: I mean, that's what he's on. That is on. Him and him, him and Zion are, are Hall of Famers on the injured list. All right, let's go to our next contestant, Pete in Scripps Ranch. Pete? Hello, Pete. What's up? Hey, boys. Happy Friday. Happy, Happy Friday. Friday to you. You ready to go, Pete? Let's do this. All right. Joey Votto calls what country home? Canada. Canada. He actually tweeted out something recently. It, was it weird? It was strange-ish. <laughs> That's Joey for you. But I definitely didn't think he needed to delete it, but he did. Oh, so someone oh, got to him.
2: A little too weird.
3: Yeah, it was about free agency. And it, it was one of those things where I'm like, now that I know Joey Votto is kind of like this guy, <laughs> it's a very it interesting sense. tweet. Yeah. Yes. All right, here we go. Question number two, Pete. What year was New Yankee Stadium opened? Ooh. <laughs>
5: Ooh. Ooh. Let's go.
3: Let's see, they won it in 2010. I don't know if they were in it yet. Let's say 2009. That that's is a, incredible. That's a great pull right there. Wow, Pete, that was one hundred percent. Only reason why guess. I
2: remembered is because I got traded here that year, and okay. I remember, you know, it might be my chance to go to Yankee yeah. Stadium.
3: Psych, psych. Wait, you thought you were going to get traded to the
2: Yankees? No, it's just like the stadium opened that uh, year. And you know, might that have was gone. A highlight okay. of, yeah. Boom. All
3: right. Wow, that was pretty incredible, Pete. Here we go. Question number three. Oh, uh, You get this right, or Tony gets it wrong, and you are qualified for a trip to Las Vegas. All right. What do I want to ask? This one's been on here for a while. So, did we already ask what team drafted Lions coach Dan Campbell in the third round of the 1999 NFL draft? I don't think we have. So, here, let me ask that one more time. What team drafted Lions coach Dan Campbell in the third round of the 1999 NFL draft?
2: Ooh, um, let's go
3: with the Giants. The Giants. Are you? Do you have my sheet in front of you? Because that is correct. That is pretty good.
2: Okay, I gotta ask. I don't think you're Google. I was. I was. I was. I couldn't see the Giants. I saw Cowboys. I seen a picture of him in a cowboy uniform. He played for a couple different teams. I
3: think he may have played for the Saints. But Pete, was that a guess or did you know that? I am a lifelong Lions fan, so Ah, I know a little bit more about the coach than normal. There you go. Hey, (laughs) it all works out for you in this instance. So good job. Stay right there, and we'll come get your information in the break. And I'm sorry about your Lions last Sunday, Pete. It's part of being a Lions fan. Oh, man, I feel sad. All right. That was pretty good.
2: Yeah, that was good. I mean, it makes sense that he knew – the first team, Dan Campbell, I would have got that wrong. So he was going to win either way.
3: Yeah, Dan Campbell had a pretty interesting career. I mean, he, a, he bounced just, all over.
2: I'm just a big fan of that guy, man. The, I, the thing Campbell. is, I, I remember him, because, you know, maybe not in the same sense as, uh, as our last caller, but I, I certainly loved the Lions as a as a kid because of, of Barry Sanders. So I watched him throughout, and I remember Dan Campbell. I mean, he, was, he just was a hard he, – he's very much the same type of coach that he was a player.
3: Yeah, I mean, he was. Uh, yeah, he had to work for everything he got in the NFL because he came in with the Giants. He wasn't on as many teams as I thought. The Giants, the Cowboys, and then the Lions for the last three years of his career. But I, I was listening to some part of his story, and he has definitely had to work his way up from the bottom to the top. Now he's there, as Drake would say, right?
2: Started from the bottom. Now, now he's here. there. Now he's
3: here. <laughs> I see what you
2: did there, Scrape. That's pretty
3: good. <laughs> I gotta think though. I-, I I gotta think that he is. Not regretting his decisions to to what? In the go games. for it? to go for it. No, he stands by, it. and that's what I told you guys earlier in the week. I don't necessarily think I said it here, but I I respect him for standing by something that he's been doing all season long.
2: He stood on it; it didn't work. Now he admitted the one that he he didn't like, which was the trying to run the football yeah. there. Yeah, then on had to burn down. that timeout. Yep. I think he that's Under the one he minutes, wants. About. Yeah, but as I said on on Monday after the loss. I thought that's how they had to play in order to beat the forty ers if my man uh I can't remember the wide receivers Reynolds if he catches two of the third down and the fourth, downs, yeah. down, oh, and yeah, the fourth yeah. down we're not having we may not be having the same conversation so we're definitely not um yeah, and you would certainly be a lot more salty right now possibly I would
3: hope I would have gotten over it at this point last uh, year it was harder because Brock Purdy it was robbed from us. Oh, is that right? Yeah. The Eagles didn't have any business being in that Super Bowl. I hope you guys get
2: That would be No, don't I, say don't I even would, put it in the U. I would love for you guys to get just dragged in this don't Super Bowl. Don't even put Bowl. it in the cupboard. Be nothing better than 49er fans to have to sit through a, just a dragging of the 49 Oh
3: gosh, it's certainly possible. <laughs> and it really makes me nervous. I, I I I don't know what I'm doing for the game yet. Like
2: in terms of uh, Super Bowl? I, I may
3: just lock myself in a room by my by myself and watch it. You're
2: not going to have anybody over? Parents ain't having anybody over? No, 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 no,
3: no. I think I might just lock myself in a room and, and watch it by That's myself. That's
2: no way to enjoy the game, man. You, I'm you, not going
3: to be enjoying <laughs> the game unless they're winning. <laughs>
2: You're going to be stressed out the whole time? I'm
3: going to be totally stressed out the whole time. Are you kidding me? Like, they have to beat Patrick Mahomes. They, they, they don't have to.
2: They don't have to do anything. And I like it's it's, it's going to be pretty tough, I think.
3: I feel like Nick Bosa is going to have a huge game, and this is why. He sat on the bench after the last Super Bowl and balled his eyes out for losing that game. And he was held. I I I went back in time with Jed York this Wait, morning. he
2: was held what?
3: Okay, so on one of the big plays that ended up giving the Chiefs the win, it's clearly a holding. Well, we're talking about on Super Bowl twenty nineteen. If
2: you don't get out of here, bring it up for twenty twenty Super four Bowl. Four years later,
3: but this is why I'm saying I think Nick Bosa has a huge game because he has something. Oh, because he got
2: held in twenty nineteen. So upset by it, knock it off. Man. I'm not kidding. I don't care how upset <laughs> he was. That's not going to have any bearing on this game tomorrow. He's not remembering. Oh man, that last play in 2019 where he held me—it's going to fuel me to this well MVP performance.
3: I know that Jed York, the CEO owner of the team, he was asked about what do you remember last Super Bowl, of and he course. said, "I remember that holding penalty that you know they what got I remember, Mister
2: York. You guys walking off the field as losers—that's what I remember." Wow. <laughs> Let's get to break. Adam
3: real quick. Adam had a good uh, addition to who I should watch with. I'm going to watch it with Lucky. And he's going to be upset that i'm yelling so
2: much but does he does he, does he uh, bark when you yell he, the thing about lucky he never barks it's oh, the craziest thing like my type of dog right
3: there but he likes to howl because he's a Wait, husky time, time out. He, doesn't he doesn't bark he, he but doesn't he bark howls? like traditional barking but when he wants something from me he'll howl he'll sit there and he'll go <laughs> Dad. Oh, <dead. laughs> that was really bad dead. That's amazing.
2: Can I have that five
1: seconds back? No, you can't. We're going to break though. There's some traffic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that...
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's
2: going to be a little weird this weekend. No NFL football. I guess it's practice for uh, after the Super Bowl. This is what weekends will now look like. No it's football. A depressing time of year. I don't know about that. Baseball's coming along, dog.
3: We have like that. Actually, the Padres report on Super Bowl Sunday. So never mind. We don't have that little lull. Do they? Is that the 11th? Yeah, that's the 11th. The Super Bowl uh, is going to be in May by the time I I'm, I'm
2: 70. Stuff just got real right there. You just kind of But you're not going to be reporting on Super Bowl Sunday. No, but I mean that is another 7 days before I my report date. <sighs> it's coming along fast. Man, we're uh, going to be I've
3: been enjoying having all three of us in studio for since the season ended, but we're we're back on the grind here very soon, which is not a terrible thing. It's
2: just I gotta I gotta say that it for Scraby, when we do get back into the season and I'm not here, it it's a little bit of adjustment for him and Chris the first couple of weeks. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. usually some attitudes, you know, over the first couple of because you know, it's like you gotta get used to setting up differently because 'cause yeah. I'm at this
3: ballpark. Now we got video. Oh, we didn't gosh. have video last year. It's going to be easy on you, though. It's just going to be a link that you have to open on your computer. And if Chris can do it, which he has been doing, That's you right. can I, I, do it. That's
2: right. And you said cameras. I'm thinking i got to take these no, you can just use your laptop stupid camera. things with me, but now I just <laughs> stupid things. use my uh, laptop that has a camera on it. So that will work for me. But those early days, man, getting to the park at, what, 1245? <sighs> Welcome back.
3: <laughs> I do appreciate though when you're out, you're out of town like and you tell us stories about the other stadiums because you'll just be sitting there and there'll be like random people on the field.
2: Just... Well, I'm usually there early enough yeah. when nobody else is there and we get You to, and Dave Marcus. Me, and me poor Dave. He's got he's got to come up set up. He probably sets up when we first get to a city. He probably that first day, he probably gets there if I'm there Early enough for what? One o'clock, mm-hmm. our time. Yeah, he's probably there an hour and a half before I am. What is he doing? Well, you know, he I know he's setting up. But... He doesn't believe in any new equipment, new stuff. So he's got a really <laughs> like a um, a chest of. We saw it on the social media being loaded. You know, he refuses to you know upgrade to more. I you know. For instance, give you give you a good good example.
3: Um, Is this going to be the the, the uh, reads that you guys have to do? No, no, not even okay. – I won't even get started
2: on the reads. <laughs> but, you know, we got these things called iPads now. Mm. And, you know, iPads – heard of them. I think Dave hasn't heard of them either. <laughs> but, you know, the things that he needs, the system that he has can all be done digitally now. He doesn't have to, like, turn any knobs if he doesn't want to. But he clearly wants to. He doesn't believe in this new stuff. The the young man from Minnesota came in and showed us his whole new setup. And it's he's, like he's got like two things. It's like, like the a, size of a cell phone. <laughs> it's like his big iPad and then something else. Whereas my man Dave is so stressed out on travel days because he's got to like wheel. I'm talking about chests that get to the, about the size of his body. Yeah, yeah. He's got to wheel it up. He's got to get it downstairs. He got to get it to the truck. Before, because you know it travels with the team stuff. That seems so much more
3: stressful than it, it,
2: trying we, something new. Jesse <laughs> and I have tried and tried, so you know we don't we we just go with the flow now. He he he's we we are stuck in nineteen
3: eighty five. Uh, someone asked on the chat if you're going to be at spring training, and yes, Tony is going to be at spring training
2: all the time, baby.
3: You're getting there. When, when's the first game that you're broadcasting? Uh, i mean that's a hard question <laughs> sorry as soon as it came out of my mouth i'm like
2: he doesn't know that i answer. don't know the answer to <laughs> he that no i know it's sometime in the end of february, february 22nd okay
3: against the Dodgers.
2: first yeah. game against the Dodgers. Home. won't see them again until korea till the next day yeah oh we see him back-to-back games yes <laughs> then we don't see him till korea yes okay there yes that's correct uh you know we've been talking about your boy Brock Purdy. A lot of conversations about what's the word? Uh, game manager, I believe um, it is. Yes, yes. The 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 original goat. I don't know if he was the original, but the most recent goat before Tom Brady, <laughs> Joe Montana. He uh, he was with uh, who was he on? He's on Pat McAfee's show, and Pat kind of asked him about this whole game manager situation. I don't know why that became yeah. like slanderous almost.
0: Um, He hasn't had the chance to work with other receivers. And I think that's, that's not a negative on him. It's just that people haven't seen him do that yet. I mean, obviously there was some reason that, um, that the 49ers liked him to be able to take him last in the draft, the things that they saw on tape and, I I don't think it'll matter who's out there. He's right now. He's fortunate because he's got some, he's got some pretty good studs out there that can give him the ball, and hey, they can go the distance. And nothing wrong with that. Everybody's had those in their lifetime. So you know, I I don't even think about that twice. I just think that it's a plus for him.
3: See, that's what I want to want to bring to light. What what do you want to bring to light, Joe Montana? It's not his fault that the 49ers are stacked. It's not. I don't think anybody ever said it's his fault. It's used against him. Well, if he didn't have Debo, he wouldn't be as good. If he didn't have Brandon Ayuki, he wouldn't be as good.
2: It's a tough spot for, for Brock to be in because we don't, although we don't know if he would be doing this if he didn't have those weapons, there's no evidence that he wouldn't be doing it if he didn't have These players, we can guess all we want that, oh, if he didn't have Debo or he didn't have Christian McCaffrey. I will argue that's probably the only one
3: that Christian McCaffrey changes the team without him. I don't know, man. He
2: changes the entire team. So Debo and Trent Williams missed three games and you guys got boat racing all three. Yes. Christian McCaffrey played in two of those
3: three. I don't think they got boat raced. They lost on a field goal to the Browns. But... <laughs> well, it felt like a boat race. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think Christian McCaffrey is the only one you can take off the team, and it will, like, really be noticeable because there was a time. Well, I guess Christian McCaffrey got traded. There, I guess there re- wasn't really a time. Jimmy G had Elijah Mitchell and Brock Purdy yeah, has Christian, Christian McCaffrey. I was I was reading some stuff from Jed York who owns the team and he was talking about Kyle Shanahan and how they kind of found Brock Purdy. And so uh the quarterback's coach he used to be in Monday Night Football guy. Why am I not uh greasy? Right? Brian? Brian Greasy. So he was put in charge of looking through the draft and finding the guys that they should target as quarterbacks and I guess he went There's always these stories, right? He found Brock Purdy and he went in and said, this is the guy. And so they sat on Brock Purdy, drafted Mr. Irrelevant. Then when training camp rolled around, Jed York came over to Kyle Shanahan and said, all right, how's our quarterbacks looking? And Kyle said, to be honest... I think our third quarterback is the best quarterback. And Jed York was like, okay, well, we just gave Jimmy G all this money, <laughs> and we also traded for game Trey, Trey Lance, and he's making a ton of money. So what are you telling me? My, our third quarterback's our best quarterback. And he said, in in a way, that was, that was the right thing for Kyle Shanahan to do because then they started the process of, all right, is he really our franchise guy? Yes. Well, then we need to – create the path for him to become uh, that what guy. What they
2: do? They they find a way for Trey Lance to get his leg broke? How did that work?
3: Well, no, that was just kind of a, 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 uh, a that fortunate just, thing for just the team. Freakly happened? I think maybe you play him another couple weeks, see how he does if he doesn't get hurt. If he doesn't perform, so then it, Brock Purdy It comes sounded in. like
2: Trey Lance's time was going to be limited regardless I of think whether he...
3: Knew. That's crazy. That is crazy. And
2: you know what? They get to mask that terrible deal that they made because they drafted Brock Purdy with the last pick. It was almost—I mean—they couldn't have scripted it that way, but it worked out for him. Anybody else would be getting any other team would be getting hammered for that deal. I and it not, but Brock Purdy saves them. I still think they should get hammered
3: for it because they moved. Heaven and Earth.
2: Yes, they did for
3: Trey Lance. And I was reading John Lynch wasn't sold on it. Kyle Shanahan was. Wait, how
2: did they draft him then? If if because Kyle Shanahan wanted him,
3: wanted Trey Lance. Said this is the guy that's going to run our system. And then,
2: but then Greasy. But then Greasy's the one who found Brock Brock Purdy. Purdy,
3: But the only reason Brock Purdy got a chance was because Jimmy G, the whole thing with him not returning to the team. Would he? Won't he? And then he got hurt. And then Trey Lance got hurt. I remember all that. And so. That's why Brock Purdy got his chance. But Kyle Shanahan, I remember watching him be on the phone with Trey Lance being like, it's you and me. And that's the dirty part of that the is, whole thing. That's,
2: part, that's tough.
3: Because it's, it's us together, buddy. We're going to take this world on by storm. And it, then he's like, peace out.
2: It, 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 there's two lessons in this, right? Ooh, in the chat they're saying Link, Lynch wanted Mac Jones. Ugh, good thing, I do remember good that. Good thing Lynch got uh, overruled. Oh, he can get overruled. At least he, I'm glad he backed yeah, off of that yeah. one um two lessons you learn in that in that particular situation one as a lot of time in sports it's about right place right time right i mean yes. Brock Purdy gets drafted he's mister irrelevant no one's thinking of him san francisco may know what they have but it took uh it took, Garoppolo yeah. being getting hurt him eventually moving on to Trey Lance to come in Breaking his leg in what the second game, third game of the
3: season, second game because he lost to the Bears. Second game in a of the season, torrential downpour that Chris will never let me forget.
2: <laughs> yes, that's right. Second game of the season, and then Brock Purdy gets an opportunity later on that yeah, year. Later
3: on, after Jimmy after Jimmy G
2: cat got hurt, yeah, and again, right place, right time, and then on the trade last, nothing's. No matter what anybody tells you, coach included, GMs included. It's never it's business ultimately, and they will shift and change gears any given time. No matter the love language he was giving you on that draft day phone call, none of it.
3: Hey, baby, it's you and me. It's you and me (laughs) until it ain't. And, And Trey Lance, the poor guy. Is going to be labeled as, but it's not really his fault that he got drafted he that high. He literally
2: didn't get a chance. To, he got what a game in in a quarter. He had some time, not even time, a game in a quarter.
3: But he showed things and he didn't show things at other times. But they gave up on him pretty quick they because apparently quick. Brock Purdy was showing them something that they couldn't deny.
2: He hasn't lied to this point. All right, let's get to, to break. Some. <laughs> we got a big five there. on the other side. Scrape, what's in your big five?
3: Uh, in the big five today, we have, oh, Charles Barkley really wants one NBA player signed for half season. This is a good story. And it's for a good reason. Yeah. So we'll tell you why when we get back here on three, The Fan.
0: Your favorite teams, stations, shows, and even podcasts all on the Odyssey app. It's just
1: nice to throw in at the gym. Download
0: it now.
2: 440 on the clock, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scravey, Crisello, in Fort Collins. Colorado State, San Diego State, facing off, is it tomorrow night? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Midday, I think. Midday. Uh, Lady Aztecs looking to get another victory. The men's squad on the other side are here in San Diego. We'll take on Utah State. 1230 tip-off. Aztecs looking to get back in the wind column. We have a big five. But first, let's check some traffic. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25
0: a month. New iPhone 15s? It's here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
4: you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. On the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
0: It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These new stories will astound and amaze you. <laughs> the one the only oh my god
3: who the hell cares
0: the big five starts now on 97.3 the fan
3: all right After the Scraby Show tonight, tune in to kick off with Boomer Sizing and Mike Valenti Analysis from Boomer. Picks from Mike. The biggest stories in the league packed into an hour tonight at 7 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it. And by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. I'm going to admit, Tony, to you that this first question is not my best work.
2: Number five. So why why ask it? But I think it's it's an interesting question. It's it's not your best work, but it's an interesting question.
3: Because I don't think it's a good question, but it's a scrappy thought. Okay. Uh, I was, knowing that we were going to interview Chris Acker today, I was thinking about the Aztecs basketball team on the drive down, and say they lose a couple more times and they end up dropping seeding in the NCAA tournament. Like, they're still going to make the tournament, but they're not going to be the 5 or 6 seed that we may have thought they would. Is it almost a benefit for them to be a lower seed because they could upset teams going through the bracket? A benefit? A benefit?
2: I don't see that. Maybe
3: teams. See, this is the gravy thought. Maybe teams are like, eh, "This is just a uh, twelve seed." I
2: don't. I don't think at this point anybody's thinking that when they're playing in an NCAA tournament, anybody can be beat at that point.
3: And they're also coming off a national championship. I should have really and thought and about don't, this. Don't. <laughs> you should have trusted really your instincts. All right, can we erase uh, that in my howling <laughs> from earlier off the record? That yeah. was a terrible question. Um, that's
2: all right. You're entitled to one of those every once in a while.
3: I haven't had a bad question like that. It's been a while. In a while. It's been a while. while. Let's get to the really the real story that I wanted to get to. And in response to a story by Yahoo Sports NBA reporter Jake Fisher, Charles Barkley expressed his hope that an NBA team signs a former first round pick. Tony Snell giving him 10 years of status in the league and making his family eligible for the union's premium medical plan. Here's what Charles Barkley said on Inside the NBA last night.
5: Because he's got two kids with autism, and he needs to play to the end of the year to get a 10-year medical to help him take care of his two autistic kids. I'm hoping, you know, man, the NBA has been great to all of us sitting up here. Uh, you know, and you guys gonna be playing basketball forever making gazillion dollars. I hope one of you guys signed Tony. So his two autistic kids can get great medical care. I read that article. Or does the league just, out well, Adam Silver comes in and, and it makes an exception and he gets the, he gets the, well, well, well but, but, I it, mean, it's, it's only, it's only 40 games. So he can uh, make, but, uh, but, but well, I'm just telling you, he, they, they, that's an easier way. Say, well, no, I'm just saying, I, I hope a team signs yeah. him for the rest of the season because, you know, I don't know a lot about autism, I'm going to say that, but, man, I know it's got to be expensive to have two young kids with that situation. So I'm hoping the NBA – we always talk about what a family we are. Right. Let's let's sign that kid for the rest of the season.
3: So there you go. Uh, Charles Barkley trying to do some good here with his platform. I'm up first. Should they make an exception? The oh the God, the, the guy with the heart says yes. The guy with the what says no. The guy with the black heart says, (laughs) if you make an exception for him, you got to make an exception for everybody. And I think that's where the NBA is going to go with this. Now, I also think this would give the NBA massive, good karma. And it would be a really, really good story for them to help Tony Snell out and give him this extra year. Uh, Like Kenny DeJet said. Adam Silver
2: should just come out and be like, "Hey, we're going to take care in. of him." Yeah.
3: He's only 40 <laughs> games
2: away from a 10-year mark. Here's the here's the crazy part. And we covered this story when it broke, I think maybe last year. Tony Snell himself recently found out that he has autism. He said he kind of already knew, he kind of thought that was the case, but hadn't been diagnosed until last year. And so, he's got two boys obviously with autism. Um yeah, listen, it would be a, a good story. Um, he's right on the cusp of being 10 years. He's been in the League 9. Those 40 games would get him over the, the hump. I hope it happens for him.
3: Is he... Okay, a question from the chat. If you are on a team but you never play a game, does that count?
2: That does count. So You're on you the just roster. have to be a have to be on player. The roster so player. So even
3: if they don't ever make you active. You don't have to get
2: no minutes. So they can. Tony Snell, by the way, was a was a a guy who got minutes yeah, in Milwaukee, yeah. Chicago. He played on some teams, um, but I, I remember when this story broke. It, it was like I think he's one of the first guys that we know of to have autism and, and flourish in the NBA for nine years. He just didn't find out until you know last year that that wow. that was the diagnosis. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, I hope it works, for him. I do. I do too. I do too. And I think that they're going to do the right thing because there's a lot of eyes on this right now.
2: <laughs> and Pressure burst pipes, they say. It really
3: does. It really does. So, good on the inside the NBA crew for doing that. Number 3. Ravens coach John Harbaugh, actually Tony showed me a, a post from Lamar Jackson yesterday and it was just <laughs> him crying. it was just it was a scene it of was, a guy crying. It was a meme of somebody crying and that yeah. was all he posted. It was just a meme. You know, crying. So apparently that came from the meeting between him and John Harbaugh yesterday. So John Harbaugh told the media that they talked. And Harbaugh said the quarterback is going to be more involved with the the game plan going forward. He was talking about Baltimore's offensive schemes, how to attack different defenses, pass protections, route concepts. And then uh, John Harbaugh said, quote, those are the things that are on his mind. And those are the things that he's going to be involved with the staff talking about. I'm excited about that. He wants to do it. And he's
2: just into it. So Tony, will this unlock Lamar Jackson? I don't know. I don't know that they need. I don't know what it is that they need to unlock. I, I, I thought Baltimore just went away from the things that they had success with. You know, they they not like they got blown out in that game. They they didn't run the ball at all the way they did Lamar Jackson. And there was there was uh, I don't know if you saw the video. There's video of Odell Beckham on the sideline as they're playing that game losing basically telling them, like, hey, man, we're a different team when you you getting out and using your legs. So he's telling Lamar he's telling like, I didn't see this video. Yeah, get out. I mean, it, it seemed as though he was him. encouraging him to, hey, man, if you don't see anything, go. go. And they didn't do that. So I don't know that there's, like, this secret sauce or magic or play or route tree that's going to get them beyond where they got. I think it's just a matter of. Being them, I didn't. I didn't think Baltimore played their game against Kansas City. They didn't, they, and that's
3: why they lost. But do you think there's anything to Lamar Jackson maybe not wanting to run because it is the game plan to pass, and he's
2: just following that? I, I think they had so much su- so much success this year when he wasn't when he he didn't have to use his legs as much. He was healthy. He made it through a whole season. Yeah, um, but. If there's a time to, to abort game plan, it's probably it's when you're losing. You're losing <laughs> in, in the, the, playoffs. the conference championship. Yeah, well, I think unlock- it's, I think it'll be a learning experience for him. I think he's going. Gonna, he's going. He's going to get one one of these days for sure. Uh, yes, he
3: will. But I, um, I don't know if it's a good idea for. I, I know that all quarterbacks are involved in their game plans, but I've heard quarterbacks say before that it's much better when they have a play caller because then. I don't think, that, I don't don't think he's going
2: to be calling plays. He's just going to have some input on what the game plan looks like. And then from there, the offensive coordinator does his thing.
3: Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, they, they have to get over the hump next year. It, you, uh, Them uh, and the Bills. Uh,
2: unfortunately, this very much could be like Michael Jordan when he was playing. Like, I'm sure all those teams in the East wanted to win a title – you know, he kept running into that guy. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is, is kind of that guy. He ain't going anywhere of dad bod and all. Dad bod and all, yes. Doing stuff for dad bods we everywhere. Didn't, he played so good, we didn't even pay attention to what he looked like in the uniform until he took his shirt it off. It was like
3: two days later that people were <laughs> right. like, oh, wait, you're a little, right. you're a little, a little fluffy. You're, yeah, you're like all of us. <laughs> Number two. I can't think of a worse way for your day to go if you are Ross Stripling. You wake up a San Francisco Giant, and then you will end the day as an Oakland A. It's cold-blooded. San Francisco traded veteran right-handed pitcher Ross Stripling in cash to Oakland for infielder, outfielder Jonah Cox, who's like a utility guy, Uh, so I'm up first. Would something like this be depressing for you? I didn't have a good answer or question for this, so that's the question. Would this be depressing? (laughs) There's two thoughts in my head, and then we'll get to the actual real professional baseball player. First thought is, I'm still making my money. I'm still playing Major League Baseball. I have to be grateful for that. Second thought is, why did you trade me to the A's? I'm going to die there. I'm not going to even be playing in front of fans.
2: Back to the minor leagues, buddy. Oh, man. That's what I would be
3: like. So, Tony, would something like this be depressing for you? Two things
2: come to mind when I hear Ross Stripling's name. Uh, He was a rookie when I started doing this gig here as a broadcaster. So I got a chance to know him pretty good. When we played last year in Mexico City, got a chance to speak to him. We were in the the terminal going through customs. All right. We were all kind of stuck there. and, And you know how you ask somebody a question that, it's not a good question. It's just kind of a conversation starter. Yes, and I didn't really think about what I was asking. What did saying. you ask him? I said, "Hey, man, how's it been going?" And it, Padres oh, had just no. swept him two yeah. games. There, and he was <laughs> like, "Well, not good recently." And I was like, "My <laughs> fault, man. I, didn't, I just thought about that question." But secondly, to your to your real question about how would I feel? Yeah, I think the, the common thought is uh, is to think when this happens to you that you are like, "Oh, I'm still making a lot of money and playing major." You still got to show up to that place every day. And at some point, you start to forget about what you're making, and you're just thinking about where you're showing up to work every day. It's, and If it's a depressing environment, it's It don't it's still matter depressing. how much you're making, right? Yeah. It's still depressing. I've had jobs where I didn't want to go every single day. No. And I, I, I can tell you, if you don't want to go to the yard every single day, it's not going to work out for you. You're going to, As a pitcher, you're going to give up runs. As a hitter, you're going to make outs. And it's just it's not a good place to be, no matter how much money you're making, but... Hopefully, Ross. I I know Ross is going to be a professional. He's going to show up. He's going to do his job. Look forward to the road trips, buddy. (laughs) I mean, do they even
3: get to stay in hotels, or (laughs) they stay in like in the locker room? They still
2: stay in nice hotels. (laughs) Oh, okay. Those are probably the most fans are going to see, though. Like, you're going to get some adrenaline again. (laughs) They're basically playing in in COVID. They really are in Oakland. It's crazy insane. Some cardboard cutouts. Uh,
3: I did this because Chris isn't here, but quarterback Tua Tagovailoa is coming off of his career best season in 2023. He's been at the Pro Bowl, and he's been asking, he's being asked about his contract situation, and he expects to sign an extension with the Dolphins this offseason, he told reporters today. Um, asked about his uh, extension, he said, there's been communication. I think the thing with that right now is I'm just letting the team talk to my agent and let them work that out. But, out, yes. He also told Pro Football Network that he believes he will sign an extension this offseason. Oh, that's the same thing I already said. <laughs> so, uh, I'm up first here. Do the Dolphins have a choice? Dolphins don't have a choice. No, they don't. He just can he just led the NFL in passing yards last season. You got to give him another shot to see what he can do this next this upcoming year. The contract extension itself though, I think it has to be uh smart. Because you can get out of it, yeah. But they have no other choice because they drafted him and he's stuck there.
2: I have no doubt that it will be a smart deal for the Dolphins. Uh, listen, the reality is is there's only like there's probably what a handful of. The type of quarterback that you can drop them anywhere. Oh yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna be good. There's Mahomes, like three of them: Burrow, Allen, maybe Lamar, Jackson,
3: Brock Purdy.
2: Mm, I'm not sure about Brock. <laughs> I'll take him out for this the sake of so this. So we'll say four. Okay. Everybody else, I mean, two is still better than a lot of quarterbacks in this league. Is he top ten? Trying to think, is he top ten? He's got to be top ten. I think he's just he led outside. the league in passing. Is Brock Purdy top ten?
3: You're asking the wrong guy because i want to say yes. I mean, he's. better... I can't
2: think of. I can't. Four, I can't. Who's
3: better? Two was better than Geno Smith. Yep. Two better than Kirk Cousins. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, what about? We got Aaron Rodgers. He's
2: still. I know he was hurt last year.
3: He's better than uh, who? Trevor Lawrence, I think he might be better better than
2: Trevor Lawrence. I think he might be better than Trevor Lawrence. I think nonetheless, I think it'll be a smart contract. And yeah, I don't know if they're stuck with him, but I don't know that they can do better.
3: Oh, someone says we need to put Baker Mayfield on that top 10. Knock it off. I don't know about that. Baker Mayfield top 10? Not top 10. That's... I would need to. It's funny. I know every quarterback's name in the NFL, but I cannot figure out a name <laughs> for the life of me right now.
2: Five o'clock hour. Happy hour on the way. Morgan and Chris.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.